The headlines tonight. Plucky young farmhand revealed as chosen one after lifting enchanted sword from museum security vault. Horse spotted riding man through field. And police appeal to public for any information regarding the theft of an enchanted sword. Welcome to the campaign trail. First, our top story. The pharmaceutical giant, Pfizer, has captured two members of the Foreign Office team. Agrilad and Perrin Bazonian were last seen fighting for their lives in a sky farm as the giant was revealed to be a big farmer. Oh, God's sake. Meanwhile, the remaining members of the team are concocting a plan to take down the abusive medical system and help swing the vote their way. Our conspiracy correspondent, Peter Nimbus, has this report. New milk has long been a banned substance in Scothan, but now it could hold the key to its freedom. A delicious drink that even vampires cannot resist, it has formed the centre of a cunning scheme. Penrigante is said to have come up with it, suggesting that they tell the vampires the giant has the new milk, and vice versa. Do you think this plan will work, Peter? Honestly, no idea. Peter, you've added nothing. Thank you. Victrina and Pen, uh, you arrive at the presidential palace and the zeppelin uh, is still uh, parked outside it and captain biscuit is outside it and uh, waves to you as you approach I wave uh, back. what what have you done to sort of prepare for your little um, escapade not a lot <laughs> <laughs> nothing in fact <laughs> nothing in fact um, I'm, I'm trying to cast a spell <laughs> it's a, a deep temptation my uh, as you come closer, Captain Biscuit uh, bounces up to you uh, with sort of uh, anticipation and excitement. And she says, uh, Ah, excellent. You're here. When you told me what was going on, I had a brilliant idea. Because I'm amazing. Victrina, I hope you don't mind, but I took some liberties with your personal supply of new milk from the fridge. I really, I didn't take the back. Um, but I follow her. <laughs> Uh, she takes you onto the airship and uh, to a room you hadn't been in before. It's a workshop. Uh, it's somewhere near the cockpit. Uh, you see a lot of workbenches that are covered in tools and scrap paper and um, metal and some weird equipment that hums and vibrates in ways that seem somewhat unsettling. Uh, there's like magnifying glasses and screwdrivers and things. Has she been trying to take the new milk apart to see how it works? <laughs> uh, well, the thing that catches your attention in this room is uh, our good friend Croc the Goblin uh, who is stood awkwardly in the middle of the room uh, and he has a huge tank on his back with pipes coming out of it to a device in his hands that looks like a super soaker. Uh, He holds it and waves it around. Careful, careful you could have someone's eye out. Now, look at it. Pretty self-explanatory, don't you think? No. Uh, Is it it like a new milk 
Essentially, yes, I call it the new gun. It's got a range of about 30 feet and you'll get about five shots. Won't do any damage, but it'll soak the target right through. Any questions? Can I have it? Well, obviously, yeah. it's for you. <laughs> Whichever one of you will be better this... at shooting it anyway. Uh, I don't know if I'd be better at shooting, but you know, I feel as a representative of New Milk that I should have the New Milk Super Soaker. Uh, I'm quite excited by this. <laughs> I was worried that she'd interfered with the recipe. <laughs> uh, Croc's like, can I take it off? It's quite heavy. Calm down, Croc. You do look adorable in that hastily cobbled together dairy-based weapon system. <laughs> My shoulders ache. I'm not built for this kind of thing. Give it to me, I'm taller. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Uh, you are kitted out with uh, the new gun. Uh, the big tank sits on your shoulders. I think uh, Victorine is quite um, muscular yeah. compared to uh, Croc, and so you carry it with some ease. And so you have this um, gun in your hands. Now, it has five shots loaded into it. Uh, you will have to... Um, shoot it via your dexterity modifier. Okay. Uh, you will roll a um, attack roll plus dexterity. Uh, uh, but, uh, Victorina, uh, she fills it with water first to allow you to do some practice. Uh, so, she sets up a uh, target at uh, the other end of the zeppelin and you stand in the common area. And, uh, okay, Victorina, have a go at hitting that target. Uh, roll an attack super roll. Super excited. This is like that play Spirit Bashers. Uh, I rolled a 17 my dexterity mod 2 so 19 yeah you hit it Uh, you get a ding oh well done brilliant try again Uh, I I rolled a non natural 20 hey I think I think with that uh, this is fun the uh, the (laughs) no no it would interfere with my spell casting, <laughs> I think. Uh, the target explodes with your non-natural 20. Uh, so now you can take proficiency uh, with the new gun. Uh, so you will add your dex plus, plus your proficiency. proficiency. Uh, what is your proficiency? Well, proficiency yeah, should... is, is plus two. Proficiency plus two, so... so uh, and your So plus four altogether to the new gun. You might want to note that down somewhere. Yeah. I, I would like to go and... um. Pick up a couple of books, if I may. Yes, of course. Uh, which books do you pick up? Well, um, just just to refresh my memory, Better Living Through Necromancy. <laughs> um, and also the book by that necromancer bloke, just to see if he's got any ideas about resurrection spells. Ooh, uh, yeah, roll an investigation check then. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, yeah, uh, he's written about the resurrection spell. He seems to be quite um, opposed to it. Uh, he thinks it's something that like interferes with necromancy. He says it's it's the easy way out, is how he uh, uh, defines it, um, which makes you sort of raise an eyebrow because uh, getting together two thousand five hundred gold pieces for diamonds doesn't seem like the easy way out to you. Um, but yeah, he goes on a long rant about how uh, it makes necromancy too easy and there should always be a bigger cost, a personal cost, yada, yada, yada. Um, and uh, it seems a very frantic rant that he goes on about this. Well, I have to say the easy way out is not coming back at all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you guys head towards the palace. Uh, to try and find these vampires and potentially Mr. Pfizer as well. 
Perrin and Agrilad, you've woken up in this hospital-seeming place. Uh, you're both dressed in hospital gowns. All of your equipment is gone, by the way. What do you do? I think we've been absconded with... Wait, there are scones? Don't start with the scones again. Now you mention it, I am hungry. They nicked his clothes and his stuff. Right, so it... These gowns are a little bit... They ain't got any backs on them. Unbecoming. They haven't got any pockets. That's the worst part. Hmm... Insidious. Uh, do you want to have a look around? Oh, yeah. Seems like a good idea. Do we need to roll to look yeah, around? Yeah, I think you need to look around. Um, uh, it's a kind of, uh, it's like a long hall, um, and you see there are several of the beds with people in them, and uh, there are tanks of what you presume to be blood next to them, and uh, obviously they've got tubes coming out of them going into these tanks. Uh, there's quite nice ominous architecture going on Uh, there's one main door at the let's say the left hand uh, side and you see a smaller uh, staff only door on the right hand side Uh, yeah you see these big gaudy uh, pillars holding up this lofty ceiling Uh, you see stained glass windows uh, depicting old vampires and things Uh, yeah sort of very gothic architecture going on I love it. It reminds me of home. It reminds me of boredom. Why do you say that? This is not fields or mountains or streams or bells or chickens or... Can't you imagine a world without those things? Iron, it'd be boring. I think we'll have to agree to disagree on this one. Do we have tubes coming out of us? Uh, Yes, you do. Right. Pulling them out. Okay, uh... Take two points of piercing damage as it comes out. Ow! I do not. I, I keep my boots <laughs> safely in. Um, Perrin, make a constitution saving throw. I hate to point this out to the Chuck, oh. but if that keeps the tubes in, they yeah. can't go much further than the tubes will let you. But, but if... The, if uh, I don't like looking at needles. And don't look at them, just pull them out and pull them out of sight. <laughs> oh. 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 Nope. Mm. Uh, you hear the main doors open, and a little person comes wheeling a trolley in. Uh, they quietly go from bed to bed, picking up some of these um, little vats of blood next to the patients. Uh, they are slow and metho- methodical, and as they get closer, you realise that they are blind. In which case, uh, I'm staying very quiet until they get right next to my bed, and then I'm saying, Boo! They're going to make a wisdom saving throw, <laughs> which they fail. They jump back and... Oh, 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 I see you are awake. Well, I, I hear that you're awake, I suppose. Yeah, um, it's just, it's, I'm just talking in my sleep, lad. Oh, um, well, either way, the master and the mistress have invited you to join them eternally. Uh, so if... You, Oh, um, but I have plans. Well, I'm afraid you're going to have to cancel them. Uh, if you'll um, follow me, I'm going to take you to the conversion room, uh, where you will uh, become one with the um, with the knight, as it were. I've heard about this room. conversion therapy. It's supposed to be bad. Mm, yes, yes. Well, some people think it is, but um, well, who wouldn't want to be a vampire, I suppose? Me. Mm. 
Well, you can't. I'm afraid you you are in no position to um, deny. <clears throat> so um, um, you'll have to. Um, s- um, I. How is that gonna stop me denying? Well, well, it's not really my job, but uh, if you could just uh, uh, lay down your weapon. Oh, I suppose you haven't got any weapons, do you? Um, I am well, a weapon. Well, if you. Well, if you could lay down your fists and um, just uh, come quietly. Uh, yeah, just lie on the bed and I'll wheel you in and uh, we'll strap you down and uh, yes, we'll, uh, get get on with the uh, conversion. Don't, don't you find that agreeable? I've got an alternative suggestion. Hmm? Thy gets on the bed, we strap thee down and we go find a way out of here. Hmm, I don't see how that helps the situation. Um, That's because there's not thinking wide. There's not thinking blue sky, lad. Blue sky? There's not thinking outside the box. Sorry, I'm dreadfully confused. Yeah, so am I. There aren't any boxes. This is a hospital. It's famous that there are never any boxes in hospitals. The hospital. The hospital is the box. Okay. And we want to be outside the box. Where, where his friends are, and they're okay. probably looking for us. Okay. Listen, um, I had to do this, but if you do uh, not uh, cooperate, I am going to have to use force. What does this guy look like? Oh. Uh, Weedy, he's an Arakoka, so he's uh, he's, I, he's probably a bit taller than Aqualad. Uh, but he's kind of weedy, uh, he's got like a blindfold on, and uh, yeah, he's, he's quite skinny and frail by the looks of it. it- is he an eagle? An eagle? Uh, eagle. Eagle. Uh, kind of, yeah, he, he seems to fulfil that role, yes. Maybe he's an eagle. Yeah, I'll say he's an eagle eagle. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> eagle the eagle. Lad, that couldn't force a wet fart through a colander. Ooh, that's a turn of uh, phrase. He lifts a hand up and snaps his fingers. Above, you see the ceiling seems to move and rise, and hundreds of bats flick their eyes open and their ears turn towards you. Look out, it's that country. (laughs) Um, He approaches you again and says, Now, if you won't come quietly, I'm afraid I might have to take you screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Very well. He clicks his fingers again and the bats come flying towards you. What do you do? Flail uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. Uh, make an attack roll, Aqualad. Unarmed, I think. <laughs> it is going to be unarmed, yes. I don't have any weapons. You don't have your bonkin stick. That would be a 24. You hit this uh, custodian, this eagle eagle, uh, in the face and knock him out. <laughs> uh, the bats flutter around quite confusedly uh, now that their um, quote-unquote master has been knocked out. Uh, so, you kind of have free reign. What do you do? Really sorry about this, Chuck. And I pull Perrin's pipes out. Ah. <laughs> Perrin! Ooh, oh, only take one point of uh, piercing damage. Oh, have we had any form of uh, rest? Yeah, okay, yeah, take a short rest between... since you're in the hospital bed. You hear more feet lumbering towards the main door. Heavy, furry feet. A yeti comes through the door. It has a web gun raised, and it starts lumbering towards you. What do you do? Oh, not this again. Not Yeti, at <laughs> least. Does that want my arms pulling off, Yeti? Or does that just want to turn around and go away? <laughs> uh, it starts um, 
trundling towards you much quicker. Arms pulling off it is, then. All right, then. Uh, strength contest, I guess. I <laughs> uh, got a 17. I got a 21. Okay, yeah, you pull this Yeti's arm off. Uh, it screams uh, in its Yeti screaming language. Uh, and flails about. has not had a good day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Left or right? The right one. Uh, left or right? Um, Whichever one the right one is. <laughs> Let's say the right one then. <laughs> uh, the Yeti flails about. Uh, Perrin, what are you doing? Um, I think I would like to cast Sacred Flame Ooh, at the Yeti. Go for it. Dex it's a deck save. save. Five plus two. No, that's not going to do it, I imagine. Nope. Um, so that's going to be... Six points of I want to say radiant damage. Uh, yeah, the yeti. Um, uh, it's actually going to take twelve points because it's fire. Uh, it uh, sprawls back uh, with its one arm flapping around wildly. Um, and uh, do you make a run for the door? Yeah. Cool. Make athletics checks. I've got a six. Six. Uh, you trip over. Uh, and uh, the Yeti is going to come after you. Uh, Aquilad, what did you get on your athletics? 21. Yeah, you, again, somersault and uh, do a barrel roll or something, and uh, you burst through the door while uh, Perrin is struggling behind. Uh, do you do anything to help Perrin? If Perrin's str- struggling, I want to help. Okay, what do you do? I act as a shield between Perrin and the Yeti. Ooh. So, uh, you're going to take this boy there. Uh, that's going to be 16 versus AC. Why do you do that's that? I, I wouldn't die. Uh, that's six points of There are reasons. I'll explain in a second. How okay. much? Six bludgeoning. Six bludgeoning. Agrilad nearly watched you die and he's feeling bad about that. Oh. So now he's going out of his way to make up for it. Uh, let's say, uh, Perrin, it's your go. What do you want to do? Um, I... Would like to. So is Agrilad now prone? Or? Uh, no, he's still on his feet. I think I make another go at running to the go door. For it. Um, probably trying to grab Agrilad's hand and dragging him a little bit. Yeah. Because I'm significantly taller, <laughs> being a very tall dragonborn. Athletics 13. Yeah, you just about do it, yeah. You get to the door and burst through. Uh, the Yeti is lumbering after you. Can I can I throw the arm at the Yeti as we're being chased? Sure, yeah, make a, a throw plus uh, dex for a ranged attack. That'd be a 10. Ah, uh, you miss. <laughs> it just goes... <laughs> it looks at its arm and thinks about picking it up and then decides to just keep chasing it. <laughs> the limb flies away harmlessly. Yay! Thank you. Uh, so, Victrina and Pen. Uh, inside the palace, you find it just as spooky and ominous as before. Uh, but there's an additional smell this time. Something musty and agricultural. What's that? Uh, make a nature check. Oh, he's actually good on nature. No, he's not. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. No. So he's not a natural. <laughs> no, not a natural. Uh, the musty smell starts to get stronger and stronger uh, until you hear something behind you. Again, a lumbering, crunching noise. And as you turn, 
you see a huge furry creature, its beady eyes glaring into you with menace as it raises a small gun to you. What do you do? Scream. (laughs) (laughs) Make an intimidation check. (laughs) No, I'm not intimidating. (laughs) It is not intimidated at all. Uh, Victrina, what are you doing? Um... I'm trying to hide behind Pen. <laughs> <laughs> it is unsuccessful, I'll just say, because you're a lot bigger than him. I am Penn. a lot bigger than him, so that's not very effective, is it? Uh, the Yeti is going to take a swipe at uh, Victrina, because you're the one in the armour, so it probably deems you the biggest threat. Uh, 12, 14 versus AC. Yeah, that does not hit, and now I am ashamed of my cowardice. Pings off your armour, uh, but uh, it does it does do some... Um, uh, so, some damage to your ego. <laughs> uh, as you are ducking behind, you hear from the opposite end of the corridor another yeti emerging and coming closer. What do you do? Okay, I'm going to draw my ragdoll. Okay. Are you going to do an attack? Yes. I'm going to attack the closest yeti. Yeah, do it. Okay. I rolled a 14. 14. Yeah, you hit it. Do, okay. do Roll some damage. Okay. Uh, four, one. Well, yeah, you do one point of damage. Uh, both the Yeti are now drawing in closer. Pen, what do you do? I cast light in its beady little eyes. Go for it. Um, it's going to make a constitution save to try and stop itself from being blinded. Five. No, that's not going to do it. Uh, this Yeti is blinded. The other one uh, scrambles closer. But before it can get to you, you hear a buzz and then a crackle of thunder and lightning shoots through it and the yeti falls down behind it you see a duck aracocra in a white coat running towards you breathless and uh, he says I'm going to regret this but are you the others the other people from Darnorf hello yes yes we are the others have you seen our friends yes I have my good lady how God, my career's over. It's already over, but maybe, just maybe, I can make up for the rotten things I've done. I don't want to end up like that. Like I'm sorry. Who are you? My name's Crax. Dr. Shavalump Crax. At your service, my dears. International duck of medicine, or at least, I was. These two little con artists uncovered my crimes and blackmailed me. I thought joining them would give me purpose. I figured... Already a criminal, might as well make some money out of it. And then I met your friends, the Halfling and the Dragonborn. Are they alright? That's the point, I fear. Oh dear. I don't think they are. Follow me. I got a tracking device I slipped into Perrin's pocket. Those are good friends you've got there. I realised I didn't want to end up like those old scam artists who trapped me in their scheme. I don't want to spend my last years willing away my time squeezing cash out of old sick folk. And if that young Agrilad can grow up to be something better than his parents, then maybe I can. Wait, too. what? No, 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 never mind. Let's let's I, go. Let's I go quickly. Now, maybe you can explain later, Dr. Quacks, because that's all very confusing. Agrilad's parents are dead and have been for a long time. They fell off an eagle or something. I'm afraid things were not quite as they seemed. And uh, he's got a little sort of device in his hand, a sort of metallic, again, like a metallic wand, and it sort of goes... as he's uh, turning it from side to side, and uh, 
Uh, eventually, you get to a large, ominous door in this large, ominous hall. Uh, it's a set of steel doors, and uh, uh, Quack sort of pulls on it, and it's a bit heavy for him. Uh, get, uh, a little help? I, I'd go forward and help him. Okay, yes. Uh, can you make strength can checks? Can like another ladder door? <laughs> We're going to have to explore Penn's home life at some yes, point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you come from a weird place. I rolled a 13. Yeah, it's not that difficult. Oh, that's all right. I rolled an 18. Ooh, Penn is taking the lead on this. <laughs> I know how to open ladder doors, you see. Victrina's weighed down, perhaps, by the, the, by the new of, gun. Yeah, Quack sort of um, gives you all a bit of a shh signal. Right, here we are. Your friend should be in here, but do be careful. Not entirely sure what's in there. Uh, within, you find a huge circular hall, dark and echoing. You can hear trickling water from somewhere to your left and to your right. The doors sling, swing closed behind you, of course, and torches flicker on. I'm really getting tired of late ominous period architecture. <laughs> Indeed, you do see the late ominous domed ceiling, huge pillars holding it aloft. You see two I did prefer early creepy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are two water fountains, which might be early creepy, so they're a bit incongruous with the rest of the uh, architecture. Uh, slowly, the light illuminates a raised platform in the middle of the room, upon which you see two thrones, and sat in them, the two vampires, Sirius and Ruth. Ah, so good of you to join us. Yes. We're just in time for lunch. Perrin is kind of leading the way and you recognise some of the corridors from your last visit and you sort of grab Aqualad's arm and are sort of uh, pulling him along Uh, eventually though you start to hear something and smell something familiar Uh, you hear familiar huge footsteps Hiding behind a pillar, you watch as Mr. Pfizer marches past, scythe in one hand, his hat in the other, removed out of respect or something. Has he still got a straw hanging out of his mouth? Yes, he does. <laughs> uh, behind him, you see two small yeti follow him, following him. And from one of the yeti, you hear a voice that raises Agrilad's uh, hackles, I think. And we've increased productivity by 19%. Uh, we can raise prices by as much as 400%. Meanwhile, I'll get some news of some deaths of some of Quack's patients. Uh, teach him to turn on us. Uh, my good friend, the Murduck, will help you there. Shame about poor Pimple. He'll live forever. Them vampires will see to that. He'll be their thrall. Ooh, I like thralls. Sounds delicious. Uh, They're heading to a set of double doors. Uh, What do you do? Follow as sneakily as is possible for a not-sneaky person. (laughs) Make a stealth check. (laughs) Actually, I'm not too bad at stealth. Mainly because it's dex-based. Natural 20. Ooh, yeah, you are like the knight. (laughs) The double doors open and Pfizer heads inside while the yeti stand guard. Uh, they turn and look towards uh, where Perrin and uh, Aguilad is hiding. Uh, Aguilad, what do you do? I'm trying to sneak up on one of the Yeti without being seen. Mm-hmm. I'll take your natural 20 over and uh, I'll say that you can get up to it. 
and I want to, if possible, disable the Yeti quietly and stealthily without the other one being made aware. Hmm. Um. I am a ninja. You are a ninja. Uh, what are you doing to try and disable it? These things are basically suits with people in yeah. there. Um, opening the back up where people climb. Is it one of those where they climb in from yeah. the back? In that case, opening the back up and pulling the person out. Okay. Um. Ooh. I feel like you'd need thieves' tools to do that, and you haven't got any equipment on you. I've got my cook's utensils. No, no, you haven't got, got your cook's utensils. They were taken off me. Uh, if you want to try and sort of dig your fingers in, uh, hmm, I want to make this work because I like yeah. this idea. Um, yeah, just did he not have a zip? <laughs> Uh, there is a hatch on the back. I'll say that maybe Aguilad's just brute strength might be able to open it. So do you want to make just a strength check on it? I I can do that. I'm not very good at that one right mm-hmm. now. I only got a seven. Seven. Uh, you try and open the hatch uh, and tumble off. Uh, the Yeti turns and looks down at you and goes, Ah, so you're not quite dead yet, little boy. I am a thrall. Ooh, make a deception check. That's another one I'm not very good at. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> so. You tried. Oh, we can't kid a kid a kid. Could I, whilst seeing Aglad do this, use my um, word of radiance to do some very spooky boom magic? Yeah. Uh, is this your um, boom sock magic. monkey? Um, yes, it yes. is my sock monkey. You shout sock monkey. Uh, is it a deck save? Sock monkey! <laughs> it is a deck save. That's going to peak with my uh, Does it have a range on it, or is it just a single creature? It's five foot. Five foot. Uh, so I'll make them both do a save then. Uh, one of them got 11, one of them got six, so I imagine that means they're both going to take this damage. They're both going to take the damage. Um, it's not much yet. It's three points of damage. Three yeah, points of- uh, it's going to be six points of damage, though, because yeah. they're weak to fire. A big flaming sock monkey comes and socks them both in the uh, face. Uh, the yeti scream and flail about. One of them opens up, and uh, your mother pops out, uh, Aqualad. Uh, she rolls on the floor away from her burning yeti, and uh, she looks a little terrified, and looks at you, and looks at Perrin, and raises her hands and says, Look, uh, we're both business halflings. Uh, perhaps we can... We have no real loyalty to Mr. Pfizer. He's just uh, a business venture going... Perhaps we can strike a deal with you, and uh, we can uh, find a way to make a sort of peace. What do you say? Tell them what. Give me that spider gun, and I'll think about it. Ooh. Make an intimidation check. Another one I'm not very good at. <laughs> I would have thought I'd have to be good at intimidation. It's charisma-based, and he has none. Oh. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Uh, she goes, ooh, I don't know about that. And she turns the gun on you. Pen and Victrina, you're standing before the vampires, both of whom are staring at you with hunger. Uh, Dr. Quax shrinks behind you, shivering in fear. Now, Mr. Regent, Ms. Crested Grebe, we hear you've been talking with old Eagle Tooth. Poor chap's quite lost his wits, I'm afraid. If you think anybody will believe a word he said about us, you are much mistaken. So, don't even think about going to the press. I don't think we were going to bother with the press. No. We were going straight to the other members of the GA. Well, Ms. Crested Grebe, 
I see you have some new milk with you. Does this indicate a willingness on your part to negotiate? Uh, no. No, I don't think it does. No. No. You're not going to sell any to us. We would pay dearly for it. Well, but the truth is, the truth is with yes. uh, Mr. Pfizer. Yes, monopoly on the new milk. This, this is new milk, especially for Mr. Pfizer. He won't be giving a drop to you. Can you both make a deception check? And I'll give you advantage, because this is good. Oh, oh, I got a 90. Ooh, good. I got a 23. Fizzar. He's made the scarcity of new milk. He's the one who's done this. Well, why do you think it's so scarce? Yes. Oh, it makes He's sense. He's keeping it all to himself. He won't share it with you. It takes a lot of new milk to make a milkshake for a giant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes as you say this... The doors swing open and you see a massive figure in dungarees, a straw hat in one hand, a gigantic scythe in the other. He glares at you as the doors close. Mm, what do we have here? Ah, you're a big farmer. <laughs> Mr. Pfizer, I presume we are here to give you your delivery of new milk. Or what you got this little quacks here doing with you? He working with you? I don't buy his product. I, I'm the new milk giant gun squirter at Pfizer, and I say to the vampires, "Did you want your new milk? I think you should probably go and get it." And then I fire the new milk at Mr. Pfizer. Ooh! Make your attack roll. And I rolled a fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, that hits. Uh, so. Uh, if you have a... Uh, uh, actually, I'll keep track of this then. Uh, that is one success. Uh, he flails back. Yes, he flails back and uh, looks panicked uh, as uh, the vampires stand in their chairs looking uh, ravenous. And he makes a run for the uh, water feature uh, to try and wash it off. What do you do? Um, have we got anything that can freeze the water feature? Oh, well, I can... Oh, I've got Ray of Frost. Wow. Oh, Ooh, yeah, go Ray for it. Ray of Frost on the water yeah. feature. Yeah, you freeze it up. Uh, and again, he looks very, very panicked. Uh, the halflings are, again, holding their guns to you. Uh, and uh, your dad, Agrilad, says, Listen, just, uh, you know... I can see that you've not got much on you right now, but the way things seem to be going in there doesn't look like your lot are going to survive much longer. So, what reason would we have for uh, helping you out? Money. How much money? How much do you want? Uh, they look at each other, and uh, your dad grins and says, How about this? Not a big fan of Pfizer. He smells and he's got a big arse. But um, we might do business with your goblin. While he's talking, can I sneak to the door and open the door so Pfizer can hear what's being said? Ooh, yeah. Uh, make a another stealth check. Thirteen. Yeah, you just about do it because they're distracted. Uh, yeah. You open the door a crack 
uh, as you continue as they continue to sort of slag him off and he's got a big ass and he stinks and he farts all the time Ugh, it's horrible to do distance with him i'd rather do business with the goblin sometimes but your goblin seems to have uh, pesky things we like to call principles do you think you could talk him out of some of them maybe let us do a bit of business in his country well i could possibly maybe get you in touch with his secret service and and they would give you like the sort of jobs you really like doing Ooh, how can you make a persuasion check or are you deceiving them um i'm deceiving them okay. I, I don't want to give them anything <laughs> natural no i can re-roll that because it's a natural one ah so i get a 13 on the re-roll um again they're a bit kind of um waggling head from side to side going I don't know what about you Dragonborn what can you offer us I can offer you the ability to leave this situation without me using my um, otherworldly powers to humiliate you for the rest of your lives just a friendly little curse make an intimidation check Okay. am I intimidating let's find out that's going to be a 17 yeah, um, they both kind of back away from you, and uh, I think uh, your mum, Aquilad, stumbles into the door and realises that it's open, and uh, as she peers through, she makes eye contact with Pfizer, and then she looks at um, her, your your dad and goes, Right, we've been rumbled! And they're both going to try and escape. Uh, Aquilad, you have an attack of opportunity if you would like to take it. Of course I do. I want to clothesline the bugger. <laughs> Go for it. Natural 20. Woof. Yeah, you did it. Uh, roll some damage. I my mum. <laughs> Make, roll some damage. Seven. Seven points of damage, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, she takes that, and um, I think you almost knock her out. Uh, she goes spinning, uh, but the uh, your dad, in his Yeti Jaeger, uh, picks her up and goes charging down the corridor. You've not heard the last of us! As they go rushing out. Uh, the two of you within the chamber ahead of you, you can see your friends uh, and you see Pfizer stomping towards uh, a now frozen um, water feature. Uh, just within the door, though, Perrin, can you make a perception check? Yeah, I've got a natural 20. Oof. Just the to the left of the door, uh, you can see a small treasure chest. I would like to go and sit on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. I've been a lot of running around tunnels, and I'm, I'm, I've woken up in a strange hospital. I'm still achy from being squished. This is so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, just you wait. You haven't even seen my final. Point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you rush into the room, both of you. Pfizer looks with fury in his eyes. He growls and raises his scythe. The vampires stand from the thrones. The doors slam closed behind you. Can you all roll for initiative? The campaign trail referendum was written and produced by Joel Corner. It stars Aim Phoenix as Perrin Bazonian, Stephen Poor as Penrigante, Joanne Hall as Victorina Crested Grieve, and S. Naomi Scott as Aqualad. Diana Croft was the newsreader, Chris Beattie was President Sirius, Kelsey Griffin was Lady Ruthven, and Martha Buckley was Captain Biscuit. The theme music was produced and performed by Aim Phoenix. Additional music credits are in the episode description. 
you can support the campaign trail by going to patreon.com forward slash the campaign trail. We have special perks such as our exclusive Discord server, early access to episodes, and the chance to have your own D&D character appear in the show. You can follow the campaign trail across social media on Twitter at the campaign cast, on facebook.com forward slash campaign cast, and at soundcloud.com forward slash Joel Corner, and wherever you find podcasts. So, until next week, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. Thank you.